I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah. This podcast is straight out of Massachusetts and is on a mission, an impossible mission, to find the perfect pitch that will awaken the force of seven furious minions that will bring about the age of Ultron. And welcome back to another edition of the Change My Mind podcast. I am, of course, Wesley Sykes, and through the other side of the ether is the Hugh Glass to my bear, Mr. Nicholas J. Esquire, uh cartographer for hire there we go oh, i, I had to think about the spot there this week uh we're going to be building the best cinema of 2015 movies uh we're going to be having a very special guest that we'll be uh, introducing a little bit later on nick but how are you today i'm great i am i'm i'll tell you what i'm really excited after that intro because you had other than that that you had to think on the spot there and you did a good job but that was uh all your own, your own writing, all, all put together. So I, I like that a lot. It was well done. Not too bad. Hugh Glass, uh, he is a cartographer, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's kind of what he what his whole deal was in The Revenant. Uh, sure. Kind of mapping out, like doing some Lewis and Clark type stuff. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Trading some beaver is. pelts along the way. Yeah. I think so. It sounds right. That I don't know. Right. I can't. I don't know. I, I don't know many cartographers. So no, 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 I I don't either. I but think uh, was we should come was. back to it. That can you imagine that trying to make a map? Like that's that's just wild stuff. No, no, thanks. Hard pass on that. I have a pretty good sense of direction, but I don't think I could do that. No, I, I also have a good sense of direction, uh, contrary to what my wife might say. Uh, I also could not do that. But that is not the intro question that we have here. Um, my my question for you, Nick, are you a VIP anywhere? Uh, VIP anywhere. I, you get special I, I, treatment. Uh, I don't, well, I mean, I think as reporters, we used to get special treatment in some capacity at uh, cert- certain events that we would cover. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, even something at a, on a smaller scale, maybe your, your local coffee shop, you don't even have to come in and make your order. You know, the person behind the register just kind of knows you. So, I was a VIP at Toy Vault, um, but, uh, but Ed's no longer at the location that I went to, so I don't go there anymore mm. because he's over he's in a different like he's in rhode island now in a different part uh like too far for me to drive to but uh but yeah i would say toy vault was a place i was other than that i don't know Wes, i think i've had places over the years i just nothing restaurant yeah you know, restaurant a bar or something where, where everyone like, knows your name i think i had a restaurant in college that I, I i had i mean i know i went to a certain place in, in evanston a lot but um i can't think of one off the top of my head why, why do you have one well i bring this up because the wife and i as i'm chewing on a peanut here um we went out to brunch yesterday at a very lovely spot in Hyannis, the West End. Highly recommend, right by the Cape Cod Melody Tent. And my buddy is a uh, cook. He's a sous chef uh, in the kitchen there. Oh. And he gets our ticket of our order, and it says VIP underneath. And he takes a photo and sends it to us. And he was asking our waiter. He's like, hey, did you put that on? Because, like, you knew that we knew him. And he was just kind of doing that, like, as a nice thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, it just pops up that way. We've gone to this place a handful of times. I swear the 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 wife, the lady owner, uh, has a lady crush on my wife. Uh, oh. They have some things where they like talk over social media and stuff like that. So we get like free stuff all the time, limoncello really? shots and like very top notch treatment. There, we don't deserve wow. it by any means, but it's very shocked to find that out. 
Oh, well, that's a pretty sweet deal. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was pretty nice. Also, I was wearing a very fly cable knit sweater. Uh, and this was the second time that uh, I've had this happen to me where I look across the room and see an elderly person wearing the same thing that I'm wearing. Um, and it was, it was harsh. It was, it was, that's tough. rough. That is mm -hmm. brutal. He I was think... rocking it better than I was too. Oh, well that's, that's the worst. That's funny. Yeah, blue Oxford on underneath. He, he was, he was rocking it. We were in Portsmouth, um, for a couple of days last week because Lauren had the week off from work and, um, and we actually had this something similar happen where we were in, we were in Portsmouth and she's but she's wearing this uh, winter hat that I got her for Christmas and then across the the restaurant at the coffee shop someone else is wearing the same friggin' hat and I was like what the fuck and we had a fight to the death there it wasn't an old lady though I mean that's that's what really hurts mm -hmm. is that mm -hmm. like I have a similar sense of style as like a geriatric man that on dialysis hurt. you know so something like that you know i can't i mean but you, know, you got that jalen brown jersey so i mean like that's like that's true. it does kind of balance it out a little bit there yes um what speaking of, of geriatrics and uh near death bob saget dead at 65 a hard segue here that's uh way to do real it. sad america's dad here Mer <laughs> um, that's what way to do it Wes. you know I'm i'll tell you what bob saget i'm reacting to that. some people right now it's, it's funny um but, but yeah, Bob Saget, dead at 65, tragedy. Uh, we're not really sure because he, he was America's dad, America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh, what was the other one? Family Matters. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, kind of gets the second life as being this really like raunchy comedian, kind of really lets uh, his inner personality show, gets away from that, you know, kind of clean cut dad image. Did you say Family Matters? Because... Okay, it was he. I, I, I no, have no full idea. house. Yeah. Okay. Thank full you. House, all right. All right. It's all TGIF in there, you know. Okay, I'm sorry. I just I never watched that, so I was, I was really confused. But yeah, full house. Yeah, you, you pull up you you pull up the Family Matters cast. You're like, this doesn't look like Danny Tanner. Yeah, so I I was like, what? What? Um, but yeah, for but with Full House, so that ran in from '87 to '95. Didn't realize that, but I remember watching that a ton as a kid. Love um, it. Love that, that show. I mean, and that's how I was introduced to him. So like he was kind of a dork, you know, he was kind of a dweeb. And then you hear him on like Howard Stern and he's like, this guy's awesome to hear that. The, this is the, and then later on in life too, it was, uh, he was the voice for old Ted Mosby on how I met your mother only to then find out Ted right. Mosby was playing old Ted Mosby by the end of the show. Um, very frustrating ending, but regardless, mm. yeah, it's just, it's weird to hear him do those two voices. And then it's like, Oh, this guy's like the, one of the raunchiest comedians out there. I just, Still, still blows me away. Do you have a favorite uh, Bob Saget moment? No, yeah, I like a role. I, I mean, a preferred Bob Saget role. I'll tell you what. Like I do. Like when I think of him, I don't think of like the the comedian. I think of what he did on um, like the corny dad that he was on Full House. And I don't know. That's like I definitely get nostalgic feelings. Like I, I like certain memories pop up from me mm -hmm. watching that show as a kid with him, Uncle Jesse, Joey, um, and of course the the daughters. But uh, but yeah, I can't say I have a specific moment, but I do get a certain feeling when See, I think about him. I do love uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, but mm. this favorite moment actually coincides with a similar moment that I talked about with Norm MacDonald, and it was during the Bob Saget roast. I thought that was one of the better roasts that Comedy mm. Central did, but specifically Norm MacDonald's roast of Bob Saget. Very anti-roast, um, so I, I, I really like what they did there. Funny stuff, nonetheless. Mm -hmm. uh, R.I.P. Bob Saget. Maybe that was a little better justice. Uh, kind of a kind of a hard transition there to open. I seriously, I think he would have appreciated it if any if anybody would have put him in him. 
Yeah, exa- exactly. There we go. Uh, so someone's looking down, having a having a smile, having a laugh right now. Mm. Um, it looks like we have our, our first rumor of Robin, perhaps, uh, entering the DCEU with a leaked photo of this set dressing from Batgirl. Kind of has an updated look of the Keaton Batman 89 suit with the yellow emblem and the cape and really, you know, defined cape and cowl. Um, and then it looks like a boy Robin. I, you are a little bit more... Uh, well-versed with the Robin universe than I am. So maybe you could, I, I'll turn the reins over for you. Uh, yeah. To this, but I, I, stuff. I, well, so what we've been told, right. What Casey's been talking about and some other people, by the way, when we have Casey on, I don't know how much it's going to be an MCU update because he's been tweeting a lot more about DC stuff. And it it's makes true. sense. A lot, lot more DC stuff coming. Yeah. With Batman coming up, especially. Um, But I think right now, you know, what we know is that with Batgirl, she's more than likely going to be like a Batgirl beyond kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to be Barbara Gordon, but um, Michael Keaton's going to be older, obviously kind of have to in this situation. So the Robin that we're seeing there, that image could be somebody else who's like, you know, what they look like might have looked like when they were younger. So we're going to get maybe more like a Nightwing down the line. So when he says, when I see Robin, I don't assume that that's like Dick Grayson now. Like if it, I, it could easily be Dick Grayson down the line. Um, Cause that still looks like a, as much as it's an updated Michael Keaton, Batman, it's still younger. It seems like. So I, I think we're seeing Dick Grayson at least. So not the Tim Drake, right? Cause that's like the real young Rob in the, in the comic books. The right? youngest one is Damian Wayne. Mm, uh, there right we go. Now. My mistake. And, then, and then Tim Drake, then Jason Todd, and then Dick Grayson. So that's why I would assume that that's, that's Dick Grayson that we're seeing. Um, and you know, I was, as we saw this, I was kind of thinking like, who would I want to see cast as Dick Grayson? I, the actor who's playing him now in Titans, his name escapes me, but he's done, um, you know, well enough. That show is, is solid. Um, but I, I was actually thinking like I heard with the all this- CW is closing down. Like I heard they haven't made any like turned a profit in like it's 15 years of existence or something. I, I, I'm i blown away by that. But that is not a CW show that but I don't know how that's the case. Um, that that's just seems like somebody's doing a really terrible job on the business mm-hmm. side of things over there because they've had some good shows. I mean, I loved Arrow and a lot of people like Flash. That's not a, a, a CW show that you were saying? No, it was no. a it was a DC Universe show oh, and, and then okay. and now it's an HBO show. But regardless, um I was but I was thinking Wes, and I, I wanted to run this by you for Dick Grayson. I know you're not as as well versed in the DC Universe, but Andrew Garfield as Dick Grayson. I like that. I could see that. Sure. I could have a little fun with it. You could play, play it younger a little bit more. You know, it doesn't have to be as fully a, his 40 year old self there, but um, yeah, that's, I like uh, that. okay. the, the age thing might be the only issue. That's a but good, no, but he, he plays younger though. He does. He does. I, I want to, I like it. What Shime would have to say about that, because he's probably the biggest Nightwing fan um, in the whole mm, DSG. Okay. I think, I think it would play really well. Though. I, I like Nightwing a lot as well, um, but I think he could pull that off, especially the emotional side of it. We would need. To, I I, I want to find like a young buck, like a young hot starlet to kind of come in here. Yeah, so a nice, a nice carved up ham to come in and play a Dick Grayson. Yeah. Okay. What, we, what gotta, we gotta find some some you know young Zac Efron type there. He can't be. He can't be goosed, right? No. Uh. Well, I think just like Marvel, you know, you get you get your own DC supplement plan going on there. Maybe mm. it's a their own kind of a secret HGH cocktail mix. Okay. All right. But, but you know, you're saying, so do you want their suits goosed or no? I'm just kidding. Oh, oh no, no, no. I want their bodies goosed with as much like hormone as possible. Got not it. The, not goose suits. Got it. Okay. Duly noted. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, Eternals is coming to Disney plus on Thursday, Nick. Any, um, 
anything. This is why I, I, I dropped this down because like when I look at all in, in terms of the grading when we did our MCU year in review, it's just this is not something I have any desire to go back and watch. Everything else I could see myself rewatching in some capacity, maybe just some scenes, maybe trying to get some clarity on certain stuff that's just a little foggy with my memory, but um, and maybe just full length things I want to watch because I enjoyed them. But this is the one thing where it's like, ah, no, I think I got everything I know need to know. You know, maybe if we see Eternal characters again down the line, which we should, I'll rewatch some stuff. But I'm okay. So that's why I had to bump it down so much. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll definitely rewatch it. Um, but again, I don't think it's going to do much for me. I think it's just going to become like a hate watch sort of thing. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I get hate listening. I do. I, I have to imagine that there's a certain contingency of well, change around really my well listeners. Well, shot. There's some things I do like about it, but overall, I'm just going back and like, all right, I don't think it's going to be, you it, know, I don't think it's going to move anything or it's going to be better than what I thought uh, upon first watch. Visually, it's definitely impressive. I mean, the, the action, I mean, we've said it before, though, Marvel doesn't really screw up when it comes to action, but yeah. they did a really good job. And that's that was part of what I think blew me away when we first watched it and, and kind of gave that inflated grade. I think I dropped what six points off of my grade. It was big. It was a big drop. Yeah, big one for me. Um to the point where I got lower than you, which is the only Marvel property I think I graded low no Loki I also graded lower. Loki than as you well. Yeah. 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 Loki in the in internals, you know, same thing in my mind. Yeah, but wow. Wow. That's that's shots. <laughs> Anyways, that. Um but yeah, no desire to rewatch this at all. No, no whatsoever. But. All right. Why don't you take us over to your uh, comic book minute real quick? All right. So this week, um, speaking of Marvel, we got Daredevil Woman Without Fear issue one. This is Electra oh. in the Daredevil suit. She's been wearing this for a little bit, a little while. Um, it's all part of the Devil's Reign story. So if you read Devil's Reign two, it kind of continues from that. But still, you can. I'd say you kind of have to be reading the whole event to fully appreciate what's going on here with her. But mm -hmm. I love Electra. I love seeing Chip Zdarsky write more of her. I hope they continue to do that beyond this event. They've done a great job with her. But the big book for me that I'm most excited about this week is the Scorched issue one from Image Comics. This is the oh. final book uh, from the, the new Spawn's universe. So we've been getting Spawn for forever. And now mm -hmm. we're getting Gunslinger Spawn, King Spawn. And the same guy who's writing King Spawn is writing the Scorched which is Sean Lewis. That book is out this week. And we talked to Sean Lewis over on TLDR. God, that was back in November because this book was supposed to come out originally in December. Um, but that audio is going to be available for you guys Wednesday. Oh, at I love it. You don't say good yes. stuff. Yes. So very excited about that. And we also talked about his uh, book thumbs. That's becoming a show that uh, McFarlane productions, mm. I think is Todd McFarlane's uh, video production company, like, like TV and movies. They're, they're taking the reins on that as well. So a lot of big things going on for Sean and a little update on King Spawn as well. So I like the intriguing there. title of Thumbs. You Thanks. got me you got me interested with the Thumbs title. I could see, it's I think they're turning it into a show, which I'm kind of surprised by because it's uh it's six issues now. It's each issue is like double size, but it's just a six issue thing. They they can I could see them expanding beyond the world, so they'll probably make changes um so, like they do with anything, but it's um it's definitely it's a commentary on technology and how you know we're all moving in a certain direction and everything like that. So so thumbs is a big middle finger to technology. I like it. Mm. I like it. That's the yes. big look at that. Here. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. they should... All right, we got to keep our eyes peeled if they try and use that in any capacity. That's a good tagline. Yeah, credit change my mind. See, get us back here. I like it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, comic book minute open and closed and that's it that's one it. and done to a minute i don't know if we did it but we tried i, I think you usually do we'll, we'll go with uh, european time on this one here okay uh, 
for the main topic here, though, we won't be going on European time. We are uh, building a cinema draft of 2015 movies, and here to help us is one half of the People for Communism podcast, or should I say, the Pop Culture Pile Driver podcast. Excuse me, Mr. Jason <laughs> D. Rossi. How are you today, sir? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. I'm, I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad to just come stumbling in here to, to pick up the pieces of this mess of a show thus far. Wow. Are you talking? You're still hung up on what Wes said about Bob Saget, aren't you? Oh, it hurts. It stings. It's stings. I thought he was introducing me for a second for some weird reason. <laughs> Speaking of death, yeah, uh, Jason Rossi. Yeah. No, um, that's great. And and again, I apologize for throwing a shot at you with the communism uh, note. After asking you to come on, you're doing us a favor. So oh, please. Uh, that's not very nice of us to do that here. But wait, actually, doing- on, a, on a side note, Rossi, I saw you doing a wrestling spot the other day over on Twitter on your account. Um, are you doing more like wrestling stuff solo? <laughs> so, yeah. So, yes. The, the short of it is yes. A lot more. We're trying to just do more content. I, I consider myself just like the both of you probably consider yourselves have to like creativity within you that you just sometimes probably like, why am I not just doing more? Why am I Mm, talking mm -hmm. about it? And I hate talking, which I do a lot of, and I'll do a lot of on this, but I mean, talking about things I want to do instead of just shutting up and doing it. It's not some new year's resolution BS. It just so happens to be like, I got time. Let's do it. So yeah, I'm a big wrestling fan. I consume so much wrestling throughout the week. So yeah, there'll definitely be a lot more probably specifically on the socials than eventually pouring its way back into the pop culture pile driver. Nice. I think it was Aristotle who said, don't just talk about it, be about it. Yes. And I wear his shirts all the time. I'm not a wrestling guy, but we need to hit that in in the DSG 100%. You're the guy that's got to do it. Yeah, if I could, if (laughs) you you don't mind, I think like there's room for all these things. I've noticed, I've watched over the year, like with with Goo and with Wes and like taking on the MCU shows. Oh, yeah more shows by the way i don't think it should just stop there but i think i see that i see what tldr did i'm like there's room for all this stuff because that's kind of what these outlets are for and being like a a weird family pod like all together we're like some weird distant cousins and some Mm -hmm. of us you know you don't want to see each other and sometimes you do but like there's so many different outlets and i think more stuff for these like our listeners or potential listeners or people that are just looking for forms of entertainment and like-minded people which i think we all are i think that's better i think more people should be doing more like the streamers all that stuff i think it's great mm-hmm. now yeah. is this the platform where you're going to announce your your candidacy for 2022 uh yeah 2022 leader of the dsg yeah i got big, big uh-huh. year of the midterms here because that was an inspirational speech here i i, I, I like love it. that yes. um it moved red, red or blue though you know where, where do you stand on abortion that's what mm-hmm. i really want to know I'm pro whatever anybody wants. Yes. Hey, wow. Wow. Man <laughs> of the people. I love it. Watch out. Watch out. He is <laughs> a communist. Here comes so Jason I mean, yes. Pro communism, whatever you say. Yeah. yeah. I, I love it. Let's get down to brass tacks here, though. Huh? How, about, mm. how about that, John? All right. 2015 Fine. is the year, and the name of the game is the Build the Cinema Draft Year. Now, Rossi, your co-host and cohort in crime, uh, Billy D, the, the D stands for delinquent, uh, but he's he's a big winner uh, of, of this build <laughs> a cinema draft here. So he's uh, maybe the D stands for for draft because he's, mm. he's won this previously here. So you got a lot on your shoulders to carry the weight of the podcast there. I, uh, 
but I don't win what... drafts. I, I lose drafts and I barely stick to the rules. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Oh. All right. Set a low bar. I like it here. So <laughs> we have to fill out the theater made up of different uh, 2015 movies, but there is a catch here. So we have to fill out certain positions, much like your fantasy baseball team, your first baseman, your second baseman, your shortstops, what have you. Uh, so you have your blockbuster. Hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars domestic box office. Got that? Then you have one action adventure, one comedy, one drama, one animated, or one horror. You can pick or choose there, and then one wild card. But Rossi, there are there is like a little stipulation here to help someone like you. I know I utilize this all the time. Yeah. If you you there certain movies aren't beholden to one category or the category that you originally draft them in. So let's say Forrest Gump's not in this year, but let's say you draft Forrest Gump um, as a blockbuster. But then you also see that hey, I could get Pulp Fiction as well. You can slide Forrest Gump into your drama slot, and then you can put Pulp Fiction fiction into your blockbuster slot. You can do it retroactively after you've drafted them, um, and you have unlimited moves. So there are there are like you could have three blockbusters on your roster. Uh, well, actually, you could have... I guess if we were idiots like Wes and I, you everyone could be a blockbuster. You could slide them all into their respective slots, and then you have wild card too. Okay. Intriguing. Intriguing. Yes. I, it's kind of a backdoor. It's, it seems like somebody like didn't like the way one of them went, and then we changed the rules. I like it. No, no this we has talked been about the it rules before. from the start here. Yeah, Just because no. like any fantasy team, yeah, you might draft your Corderell Pattersons and be like, hey, maybe this week uh, I have running back eligibility with him. I want to slide him in right there. And maybe next week I want to slide him into the wide receiver slot. You have that option there, you know? Who's well, the guy that just, we always bring up? We just also communicate, Rossi. I know mm, it seems mm-hmm. weird, but like that way we don't run into things like that you have maybe on your oh, show geez. with certain things. Oh, that, boy. But that's what makes us fun. And that's, that's why true. people that's people really enjoy hate hate listening to one show. <laughs> it is us. <laughs> I, I got to stop taking shots. Like I'm treating you like you're Billy right now. And Can that's you do fair. me a favor. Don't be nice to me. Be yourselves. Let's no, keep going. I, I, no I no just, time for handshakes and hand jobs. Let's go. Uh, well, 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 the latter, you know, but. Okay. Eh. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll get to, we'll talk to that a little bit later. Maybe we'll hand out a hand job for the winner. Uh, but for the 88th Oscars, uh, best picture winners and nominees here, uh, spotlight. Speaking of hand jobs, the big winner there, uh, of course, the big short, you have uh, bridge of spies, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, shout out my homies out in Brooklyn, uh, mad max fury road, the Martian, the revenant and room. So a lot of, a lot of heavy movies there in the Oscars there. A lot of nominees. Now for the 73rd golden globes, best motion picture winners and nominees for drama. The winner was revenant. Uh, then for other nominees, we had Carol, Mad Max, Fury road room and spotlight. And then for comedy musical, we had the Martian as the winner. What? What? Wow. And then the he big signs short- the shit out of that. That movie, you know, <laughs> Big Short, Joy, Spy, and Train Network were the uh, other nominees. I'm kind of confused by that, but okay. They did a lot of funny they movies could. too. They did everything they could to get The Martian as much press as they could. Mm-hmm. Whether you liked or didn't like the movie, it just didn't hit like I think they originally had thought. Yeah. So like, we're, it's kind of funny. Matt Damon makes you laugh. He, he makes potatoes. It's like <laughs> uh, okay, we get it. Like it was fine. Jesus, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's the definition of fine. Yeah. He's got a he's got a real plucky attitude for being the only guy stuck on a planet for a year, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the the 2016 MTV Movie Awards, of course, the most important award show of the year. This takes place of June 2016, so sometimes it's a uh, mishmash of movies between the previous year and the current year. Uh, but the winner was Star Wars: The Force Awakens. How about that? 
Mm. Uh, with some nominees being Avengers Age of Ultron, Creed, Deadpool, Jurassic World, and Straight Outta Compton. This feels like my speed, maybe everyone else's speed of movies that we, we actually see and watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait That's a minute. Popular. Deadpool was in this one? Well, yes, it's, it was. That was Valentine's Day of 2016. I remember right. it well because it was a big hot date for the. Uh, in the middle. It sure was. It so sure was. Those awards are what in like June. So I think that and Straight Out of Compton were two that came out in 2016. I think Straight Out of Compton was this year. Straight Out of Compton was on my. On my I, list. I have a Straight Out of Compton oh. as 2015 as well. But that is yeah. one of my big boards. So I guess you know. <laughs> that's something that's going to be discussed, you know, and debated throughout the course of this draft. And I did oh, last minute, per usual, come up with mm-hmm. the draft order just now. Uh, picking number one overall, Wesley Sykes. Oh my God, this is this feels so good. Oh yeah, number my two, nipples. myself. So Rossi, you have the turnaround pick. You are third oh, overall. Got the wheel. Very nervous. Got the wheel here. Okay. All right. So this is tough. The first pick here. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of weight to this. Sure. You know, it really sets the tone for everything here. It can. Yeah, it can. I just take I, the horrible movie. Just take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought was to do that, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take this seriously here. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no blood in the water. That's what it is. No, no, no. It's, I just I'm never prepared for the first overall picks. I'm trying to scramble and buy myself some time here. Okay. Um, <laughs> give me sweet Dino action. First overall pick, Jurassic oh. World. Uh, I'll I'll peg it in as my blockbuster at the moment here. Uh, but you get Chris Pratt delightful sexy chris pratt he had the, the crazy yes. meme that was going around at the moment with the different like the different um uh rafters with his hands up you know everyone was doing that for a while with like chickens mm-hmm. and dogs and things like mm-hmm. so it has that that viral moment made a made a crap ton of money yep i enjoyed this movie it's a good I'm, movie I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, we got another one coming is it this year right another Jurassic yeah. Park Jurassic dominion yeah dominion yeah so mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to that um and this is solid don't get me wrong i don't i'm surprised you <laughs> You got to start preparing for the first overall pick. I am surprised that you went with this one. There are some definitely some better options. I feel like this is a second round one, maybe even with three people. You could have got it in the third round on the turnaround pick. Well, I, I'm sticking to I, me. I'm intrigued. Too. I'm intrigued where you think those first three are because in my head, at least it's part of the three, but obviously you'll you'll go next. But uh, I think, okay. All right. Well, for me, my number one, and it would have been number one if Wes, um, if I was, if I was the number one overall pick, I was terrified. I thought Wes was going to take this. Uh, I am going to go with Ant Man, which is oh yes, no, yes, really, one of the more versatile. That was my Wes. You can slot it into my comedy. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. It is one of the more versatile ones. Yes, I'm going to put it in comedy, Ross, because this is a shit year for comedy. But plenty of laughs with this one. I disagree with this. Obviously, well, we'll. Sure, we'll get into that as we as we go along here. But um, but I love this. We went and did a rewatch on it a while back. I gave it a ninety. I probably originally would have had it as like a, you know, like a eighty four ish or something like maybe eighty five. But I just like, you know, as a like a, an adult now, I have a much greater appreciation. I was one year out of college at the time, so what the hell did I know? You relate to Paul Rudd a little more. Yeah, time exactly. has served this movie well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. time has helped with this movie, especially what the MCU released in that year as well. But mm-hmm. I- I'm shocked. I literally thought that was going to be my pick, and I thought I'd get crushed for it. So I, I heard, could have seen that as a second round pick. But hey, I, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm wow, that. I can't take the movie that is obvious because I didn't see it, and I'm not a fan. So <laughs> I'm just 
I'm I'm gonna be honest. I I get emotional with these drafts because I think that's the point of them. But like, sure. Ant Man was my number one with a bullet. It's my favorite movie of the year. I'm like, no way these clowns are gonna take that early. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're talking. So we talk about the MCU all the time. I also there's another it. movie that made more money. I don't know how these things work. I'm thinking in my head. I'm thinking to see the movie because I ain't drafting that piece of crap. It's the worst movie I still believe out of all of the MCU. I will put uh, it in there. Give me there. Give me Thor: Dark World. Give me uh, uh what do you what do you want to go? Iron Man Hulk. three. Give me Hulk. I don't care. Age of Ultron's a pile of crap. I'm sorry. It is the most disappointing movie in the franchise. It's a horrible <laughs> follow up to the one of the biggest movies of all time. And mm. that's just my opinion. So, anyways, it's, it's a tough one. It's uh, tough. Yeah, it's better than I than I had remembered it. Like after rewatching it for the show, did you? We know we had you on for the Dark World. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Which which was also another one that's better. After let's time. be honest, I think there's also rose tinted glasses with the way the MCU has done so many things and how things have weaved in and out through the end of Endgame, at least. But uh, anywho, I guess I have yeah. to take a pick here. Talk about filler bustering. Uh, <laughs> I literally had Ant Man and Jurassic World, even though I wasn't really a big fan of Jurassic World because I didn't think there was likable characters. Um, oh, Chris you're Pratt, one of those sex. drafters. Oh, that's Chris, Chris Pratt. What, what, what's not love about Chris no, Pratt? The owner of the house. the owner of the park was the most likable guy. In the oh house. yeah, yeah. He was yeah. the only one that like, I was like guy. Yeah, he was like mm-hmm. running stuff. He was actually making sense, and then it was like, yeah, we're gonna kill him, and then kill the likability of this you movie. don't like bryce dallas howard no she was awful like she was not likable at all i haven't seen she's this stealing. In yeah she's, she's got kind of like an ice queen type of vibe yeah oh well. right. uh crap. i guess i know i guess i know my type then <laughs> yeah, yeah well i don't want to speak for what's currently going on in your life all right uh i'm gonna take this movie only because i there's no reason for it to be a first round pick, but I'm going to be honest. I have no idea anymore. You, th- you blew up my board. I don't know where you're going to go. So I'm going to go with the highest rated movie in the history of Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes, whatever you want to go with. It's I'm going to slide it into my, I guess you could go with comedy for now. Now that I know I can move it originally a wild card. I'm going with Paddington. Oh, wow. 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 Okay. You know, it's the highest rated oh, movie in the history of films. God, this is such bullshit. I've never seen it, so I can't I, I can't really yeah. make uh yes. I know there is like uh there's no some sort of push it. for it. No, <laughs> people have seen it. No, they're definitely Paddington and Paddington too. There's like a push, there's like this weird niche corner of the internet where people yeah. like really yeah, do called, enjoy it. The superior film, one and two, is Peter Rabbit, but hey, what the hell do I know? But sure. I'm going to take Paddington just for, the, I think, the internet credibility. You know what? I really hope that the Paddington people actually listen and don't just go based off the, the, the rosters that we post. Because if they hear it, they're going to be like, well, yeah, Rossi's just trying to steal our votes. That's what he's doing to you folks right now. He has yeah. no respect Ooh, for you. This is a good idea. So with my second round pick, I'll steal more votes. Never saw this movie. Bet you it blows. But I'll take Star Wars. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So my whole strategy has been changed. It was Ant-Man. I won't tell you my second. Well, in, in Jurassic World. But I won't tell you my second pick. But I'm just going to, yeah, I'll just go for popular vote here. Uh, okay. Just, All right. I'm literally just going to try to take pictures with the hot girls in high school so I get in the yearbook. Oh, I hate you so much right now. This you is worse than losing to Billy back-to-back times we've had this, him on. This is tough. He's, he's got a strategy here, Nick. Now, now you got to do the right thing make the right pick here. It's coming back to you. Okay, real quick, though. Before I – I've been so caught up in Rossi's picks, I haven't thought about mine. I have options. But, Rossi, are you not a Star Wars fan like is it at all? Or just- No, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but it's not that I have any disrespect towards Star Wars. I'm not like, oh, I don't get – like, it's just – I never – it never got me that next level. When they were re-released in the late 90s when I was, you know, I think your guy's age now, um, I went to go see oh, them. Man. And uh, 
I had a blast, but I never got to that. Like, I need to keep seeing these. I need to know the lineage. I, I'm just, I don't know how to explain it any further than that. it just never gripped me to that point. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I have a follow-up question. I'm there with question. you though. Hmm. Are you wearing a, like a gold chain or something? Oh, uh, I know my brother got me a, um, a Witcher coin for, um, oh, that's what you posted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I showed that in the group chat. Yes. He got it to me for, you should, for tie, you should get it up higher. So it's in shot. You should like tie that. I pr- yeah. I'll, I'll work on it. It's, it definitely swings around a little bit too much. Yeah. Gotta work. Like Cavill's got it where, I mean, obviously Cavill's got like this gigantic chest and I got this chicken <laughs> thing, but like he's, he's got it like where it less rests right here and it looks, it looks badass. but I, I love this thing. It's, it's honestly what I have never geeked out so hard like over a Christmas gift. I lost my shit. Um, <laughs> it's not hard to get people Christmas gifts sometimes. Just get them something goofy. Or there we go. More of the story. So, Wes, you said make the right pick here, and I'm not entirely sure what you're thinking, so hopefully you'll clear that up after I don't pick I, it. I don't know what it is. I'm okay. Just... I, I, part of me thinks you're telling me to take Get Hard, but I hated that movie. Um, I know it's I like that. I, I like that one. I know. One. Something's telling me. Make the right pick. Well, duh, it's got to be Get Hard. <laughs> um, there are a couple options here, and um, I'm really pissed that Rossi took Star Wars because that was what I was hoping to go. Is there in. trades? Is there trades in this draft? No, uh, post draft. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've never 24 done it. hours post draft. I. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> what I'm going to go with here. All right, I think I got to make the smart move on the block. Go for my blockbuster pick here, but this could slide into action adventure later on if I so choose. Um, this was part two of the final. Hunger Games book. Uh, this is Hunger Games Mockingjay Part Two. Um, of course, one of the huge uh, like movie franchises of that decade. Kind of for me, it came out of nowhere. I remember hearing about the book. Um, never read those books. I should go back and read them. But um, obviously, the movies were must see stuff. Every single one of them. They you know so much so that we got Divergent later on, written by a Northwestern alum, but still not as good. Um, mm, but yeah, yeah. We absolutely love these movies. And th- wouldn't you say the Maze Runner series also is like a like yeah yeah an option. I never of that. watched it, so I don't want to. I like Maze Runners. Nick, I I wouldn't tell on yourself with the divergent stuff with the northwestern uh, connection there because that like just seems just like it's a complete ripoff. Um, it was. I think, piece, I think plagiarism I, is the word. Maybe. maybe and the middle school wouldn't put up with that. No, 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 it absolutely wouldn't. She was a, a grad student, I think. I did not know her personally. She was there though. I. Th- think when I was there, wrote her thesis. I'm not certain how, I don't, I don't know the oh, math. Oh, okay. But All right. anyway, yeah, well, look, hey, we got some winners. We got some losers. I mean, there's a divergent girl in me, and then there's Catherine Hahn and David Schwimmer. So, I mean, <laughs> Julie Dreyfus. I don't know. Um, okay. So I, and I, I got the, I got the comeback around here. I'm on, I'm on the comeback tour. <laughs> the comeback. Um, the come up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, you and Dave. If you need okay, a filibuster, so. I'm going to tell you a quick Julie, Louis Dreyfus. Is that who you said, right? Yeah. So, fun fact, she was originally plotted to play Howard Stern's wife in Private Parts. Really? Yeah. And eventually that role, I forget the actress offhand now that who ended up playing her, oh. but they thought she was too small. So, Howard Stern is like, he's like west size. He's like 6'15". Uh, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus is like, <laughs> Wait, not tall. West. You're, t- you're tall. Yeah, oh. right, look at him. He's tall. Um, oh, taller okay. than this weird camera angle lets people tell. Um, <laughs> But yeah, she's only like five six, and I'm sorry, like five five. So Mary they McCormick? thought it was too weird. Mary McCormick, yes, who? Yes, she went on to play Howard yeah. Stern's wife. So yeah, okay. just a little uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Uh, I I appreciate that that little uh, again filibuster, the filibuster king, Jason D. Rossi here. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go with action adventure, very fun action adventure, lighthearted movie. 
uh, Kings Kingsman: The Secret Service. So give me oh, that there. Oh, that came out this also a year? sequel. Sequel. Oh, no, are you shitting me? I didn't. Wait, know. is oh. that is that the sequel? Or is that the original? No, no. There's a new. Isn't there a new Kingsman coming out? Wait a minute. Yeah, there's wait. the Kingsman. Wait a minute. Yes. Flag. Oh no, it came out 2015. Son of a gun. Right, so this is the original, right? This oh, is the first fucking one. IMDb. First one. I, yeah. Yeah, IMDb okay. is who I rely on. Yeah, yeah. You want you? That's a good pick. I would I would have taken that one. And then we're gonna take what I what I think is the top comedy of the year. Oh, here we go. Uh, Pitch oh, Perfect no. Two. Okay. Good pick. Yeah. That's good it pick. There. So again, uh, Great big fan scene. of Pitch Perfect. Uh, and the second one gets that much better when you get the Germans involved, the world tour, you get a little David Cross action in there, a little bit more bumper. When, when in doubt, sprinkle in a little German. <laughs> well, see, Mark. I knew you would love that there, but there is some that German guy who, uh, who is like throws the javelin, the suicide squad. He's like yes. really funny. He's hysterical. I'm Wait, telling was, you, just toss him in. Was that a communist joke, Wes? What? Were you talking about Marx? Was that like was that are you trying to make a communist joke? Is Rossi about the, the javelin? All right, this communist thing's gone a little far. One joke, two jokes, ha ha. We say it every episode. Right. It's part of our shtick. I, I know you, you don't listen to after the discharge depot, but either way, anyways. Um, Pitch Perfect Two, Kingsman, The Secret Service. That's a, so I can't. I know I love the first Pitch Perfect. I just haven't seen the second one in so long. And it's just, better. It's better it's, than the original. Yeah, I, I agree that it's better because all the characters are developed. I think the one thing Pitch Perfect, the first one, a lot of movies when they know, like, I, well, I guess this one didn't know it would get as popular, but like, it takes a long time to get to know the characters. Second one, we know all of them. We you get all of them. Right and then it just, yes. And you just fire away. It's really, and I just think Elizabeth Banks is outstanding in this movie. No one talks about her performance. Oh, yeah. And the, the other guy, too, who's, uh, you know, oh. uh, uh, come, come on the kick drum. Yeah, I was just you know, that that. Guy, you know, he's like that. that he's, he's in all <laughs> those types up, of yeah. movies there. Yes. Uh, he's in that. He's great. That, that pairing together is awesome. But also, this is where uh, maybe the MCU talk kind of comes into play here. Uh, Haley Steinfeld, you know, is, is in here too. One of her big breakout roles, uh, this true grit, I believe. I don't know when that lines up. Oh, when the true grit timeline I, wise, but I was this, was, this was a big breakout when I first recognized her. So I, I know Brolin had been in stuff before true grit, but like, that was the first one I remember him as like, as an adult actor. Cause wasn't he in the Goonies? Say, he was the Goonies. Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> he's, he's the, in a lot of movies before that. Yeah. Right. But that's like the first adult one that I remember from him. I don't know why it's a random one. And then what Bridges was in that as well. But when I saw Haley Steinfeld, I was like, wait a second, what? Mm -hmm. like, that one blew me away. I now it's on Netflix too now. Um, is it? Oh, I got. I gotta mm -hmm. go back and rewatch it. I, I did enjoy that movie. Um, been a long time since I've seen it though. Now I still have action adventure open, and I also have um a few. I have a few others. I'm gonna actually go over to drama right now. I gotta look at some of these box offices for some of the picks that oh, I have. Um, I know Fifty Shades of Grey is an option. Um, and it is a blockbuster. It but, shouldn't be an option. <laughs> but I am. I am not gonna go with Let's that one. But. I got I got something here. Like I feel like if I get this, I'm gonna be in a really good position. If you take it, I might not be. I know okay. what he's gonna take. Uh well, there are two things that I am down to right now on drama. Um it's uh it's Black Mass or Straight Out of Compton. And I think the move is gonna have to be straight out of Compton for me for this one. Wow, that is a huge shock. That is an upset of all upsets. I know you've mentioned Black Mass on this program more mm -hmm. than probably anyone else has mentioned it anywhere else. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, this is a this is a big upset. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see where Rossi goes. I mean, he may take it or not. And actually, Wes, I can nope. slide. Go ahead. 
just just letting you know you can have that pick i don't care black mass never saw it don't think it's going to get credible credibility on the vote Um, straight out of compton though he's not going there yeah, I could. I might take it. I might still take it. I mean, there's some good drama options this year. Yeah, I know. Go. I'm saying, but you took straight out of Compton. You will be able to take Black Mass if you want, because I will not take it with my next two picks. Oh, I see. What's wrong with the credibility of that one? Because I'm starting to get the vibe here. I I'm going for uh, for the people here. We are the wives, if you will, as we are the wives podcast. Mm. Oh, that's true. That's right. I, I am literally. So I have Star Wars: The Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. Open. I have Paddington. <laughs> Definitely. Give me any wetter there. Yep, hold on. But I'm just going to go straight for people. I'll categorize this after, I guess. But right now, I guess my blockbuster would be Star Wars. Right now, Paddington is in the comedy. I might give it a little shift down after. But I'm going to take a movie that I think people will see on on a vote and be like, oh, snap. That was popular. People like that. And I'm going to go with Creed. Oh, okay. And your drama? Yeah. I'm gonna that yeah I had that in my I don't know I guess drama or action adventure I don't really yeah, know what that drama. that's a weird okay. you can either I think or you can yeah flex it a little bit if you want um yeah, I'll, you I'll can tell check. me after once I win this thing in my fourth pick okay. um and then I'm gonna go I'm gonna go horror here because that's more my genre there's I'm mm. gonna just let you guys know some picks so maybe you want them after because I'm really good at this part um there was a movie called The Invitation that I know Rich Keefe, uh, dork, absolutely hated, but I think it's a really good movie. Strong movie you should watch in general. Not super horror, more suspenseful and w- what's going on, one of those type of movies. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a nice watch on the Netflix. Uh, mm. There's Krampus came out this year as well. Very fun Krampus. movie. Krampus, yeah. Uh, gives you the holiday tie-in so you can watch it like basically like a Nightmare Before Christmas from October 1st all the way through the new year. But the pick I'm going to take, I think one of the more creative uh movies that horror movies that came out of the decade now i think this last decade was pretty strong for horror movies for creativity purposes aside from just like reboots or sequels that we really didn't need like the insidious series so i will take it follows and if if either of you seen the film no (laughs) is that like max movie she smells it's basically why follow up to that why you should practice safe sex that's oh. what the really this movie is it's like an undertone it's just the film the 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 cinematography of this movie is incredible it looks scary the the, the drone colors it's, it's really good basically uh to summarize it if you have you it's an std it follows as an std but it's an std that follows you with a ghost that is going to come and kill you unless you have sex with somebody else to pass it off but if you pass it off and then, so let's just say I have sex with, I don't know, Friar. And then Fry, this ghost would come after Friar. It kills Friar. Then it's coming after me. So then I have to have sex with somebody else. And it needs to keep going around like that. It's I like, very so bizarre. It's like the ring. You have seven days before <laughs> something comes and kills you. And then you have to go and, and pass to it To a on. degree. Yeah. And you can run away from it, but it will eventually follow. Wow, I like this. I don't know. Oh, I missed the part where I actually agreed to that sex. So, like, oh, it's not consensual. There was no. I hope the ghost (laughs) considers that in the course of all this. That it does not not actually. Big part of the film. It does not. It does. (laughs) Wow, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's the movie is. In the movie, it's fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. Um. Wow. All right. Didn't see that coming. Okay. You know the 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 big judgment judgment maker they're not making many uh not judging very much it's a horrible joke let's move on here okay so um <laughs> i 
I think I'm going to go to horror animated late in West, you know, because Rossi didn't take Black Mass, I am going to swing back around and I will be able to take that because straight out of Compton can slide into Blockbuster, moving Mockingjay uh, Part 2 down into Action Adventure. So I'm going to move Black Mass over to my drama section, straight out of Compton, bump that up to the top. Um, for me, this is, this like, I... I I know that um, pe- like people like from Boston feel a certain way about The Departed because like they did before Black Mass. But for me, like I didn't, I didn't necessarily hate it like everybody else did. It was like, whatever, you know. I came out a, a little bit younger than some of the people that hate it. But when I saw Black Mass and saw Johnny Depp's performance, I was like, oh well, um, all right, never mind. Like that, like that. This is a significantly insufficient. Insufficient movie? No, no, not super. Insu- Insignificant? It's uh, no horrible. I, I was, what's the opposite uh, of superior? I couldn't think. Of, like, inferior. Crap. Inferior. Crap. Thank you, Wes. It's an inferior movie. Inferior portrayal crap. of of um, of Whitey Bulger. And honestly, like learning more about Southeast history from like just people that that grew up there too. Learning about those other characters that were involved in all of it. To me, like. This is definitely a movie that if you're at all interested in Boston's history, this is this is something that you should watch at least to get an idea of what went on. Well, my favorite my favorite scene oh, okay. of of Black Mass there was when uh, you know he when he comes across is like he stops around the corner of L Street and sees an old lady and he's like, "Hey, Mrs. So and So here, let me help you bring your groceries in," and she's like. <laughs> Hey, are you out of prison again? He's like, yeah, I am. But let me help. Here's some here's some money for your kids. And then like, <laughs> you know, it's like always these gangsters who are like, you know, throwing out turkeys out out, out the back of bread trucks and that sort of thing. You know, like I I always find that so funny. Is like the uh, the uh, uh, Robin Hood aspect of these these gangsters. Well, what's it? So normally like they'll, I... they'll cut your heads off, but you know they'll they'll give your mother a gallon of milk along 100%, the way. That's what, like I find that like that narrative so like sometimes like okay it's overdone and whatever. But from what I like again I like I know some people that like grew up the same age as Whitey. They're like that's what it was like. Like he like he did the terrible <laughs> things, but like the people around him that were like his family or whatever, he was nice. to yeah, that's why I just Billy Conley's so the guy that they leaves, actually hate. Yeah, yeah, they just leave. Uh, you know, I, I leave money in uh, Timmy's mailbox down the street because I, you know, offed his father. But he, his father was a good guy. He just had to go. So now I just leave a hundred bucks in the mailbox for him. You know, <sighs> just so he can go get some bread and some snacks. Just, just telling you what I want to know. I just want to know all these friends that uh, Fryer has that are like 80 years old. Not, well, I, I, I mean, they were my whole yeah. family. <laughs> I didn't want to go and brag about it, but it was like, I got no, all these like buddies. 95 years old. No, it's my host family from the Cape. Like, I know. Like, we're just we're just having some fun here. We're no, like, no, 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 no. Ross is a dick. It's what it comes down to. I it's just didn't fun. know. I just, you're like saying, hey, I knew a lot of friends that hung out with That's not what I said. <laughs> believe you did we'll, we'll rewind it after let's we'll rewind it afterwards during yeah. my time in the old folks crazy. home yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was in the can with them <laughs> in the clink uh it's on it's on rossi <laughs> i think right it's uh this is where we're at now mm. no, yeah. no, no, uh, no 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 it's your turn oh it's back to me here okay yep. now i got one pick is that is that i'm, I'm completely lost no, you still get two you still get two i get two but this this came back fast i wasn't you ready two for more this picks. year yeah okay <laughs> it came back fast i'm pretty sure i well, because I gave me. I gave Fryer a pick, and he still talked about it for a while. You had time. All right, so I need a drama. I need a horror and animated here. Okay, I need a drama and a horror animated. So there, there's nothing I like. I don't like horror movies. There's nothing really good about um, 
any I didn't see any of these animated movies, but I'm gonna pander the crowd here a little bit. Give me minions. People the kids love minions, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Minions. Yeah, yeah. I think it was fine. I, I I definitely saw that. I think it was fine when I watched it. Cute. I'm not letting my cute. I'm not I'm not introducing the minions to my household because they don't speak words. Something really weird about that. One day, if you ever want to be a parent, you gotta think about that stuff. They just kind of mumble. Oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I only want them speaking English in my household. That's good. Point. Oh no, I don't care. Spanish, <laughs> German. Well, um, oh wow, they didn't speak right. English German in this film because what is a lot Groot? of German or Groot, whatever his name is, Groot. Drama Groot. here. This is this is tough because you know I enjoyed Burnt as someone who used to work in a kitchen. A little Bradley Cooper action. I thought that was nice. You know, that's that's good stuff there. But, okay. but <laughs> I'm going to go with Sicario. Uh, you mentioned. What's his name there? Uh, Brolin, Josh Brolin. You yep. got uh, uh, Javier Bardem. I don't know. He's uh, awesome. You got, you got some other guys in there too. Great movie. <laughs> they filled I out believe the cast. it's Ta- Taylor Sheridan uh, produced or written it. Good stuff there. So again, opening scene where they pull the bodies out of the walls. Very, very freaky. Stuff. I never saw this movie, and and, and like movie. saw it on the list. I was like, fuck, this is a, this would be a. I think I think this would be a really good pick. Um, but I, I just I don't like picking movies that I haven't seen generally. So yeah, sometimes you got to pander. I I agree with you. That, but when it came to minions, yeah, I had slim pickings there with, between horror and animated for me. Yeah, no, you definitely did. And actually, speaking of horror animated, I wanted to go with horror. Um, my, so my pick for for that section is going to be um, uh, Inside Out. It's an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Now, horror movie. It was, it was scary. No, no, that would that would be actually a pretty good horror <laughs> title too. Um, but Rossi. Did was you, that the feelings you, movie? Was that what it, that was? It is the feelings yes. movie. Yes. Um, and honest, I actually didn't see that till the past year. And for uh, that is something that would probably be good for kids to watch. And also, oh yeah, a little bit older than where my son's at. But yeah, this seems like one of the like ideal like my nieces and nephews that are pan, you know between the age of five and twelve. Like that's right up their alley because you get to really express yourself and understand feelings. And, and you know, let's be honest. I don't care how old you are. You should watch this movie because it really gets you to kind of think and like why we switch so quickly. It's not us. It's these little like things inside of our brain that right. trigger it. It is. Mm-hmm. It is a bit of a thinker, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, it's just like, it's definitely, it's great for kids to like, cause they're having a fun goofy time, but something that parents could like, I mean, look, I am a 12 year old, but like, like I could still yeah. enjoy and watch this. And actually I had it on the other day. Um, Fun fact about this too. Very popular pops back in the day. I actually always kind of have one in my hand. This is Herschel from The Walking Dead. Oh, nice. But oh. um, they they were very popular. And this movie came out was like the beginning of like the next, like the craze of them catering to children. Because if you remember, pops, I believe, were kind of like comic book stuff and sports. And then it like became everything. They got the Nickelodeon oh. and then they got Disney at this time. It is everything. Wow. I didn't know it was at that time. Yeah. Um, it's but big, it's big get. I did want to ask you one quick question, Rossi, on the horror from that year. So I believe, uh, what is it? Insidious 3 came out that year. Sure did. I, I saw the first one, and I saw the second one, and I liked those two. Never saw the third. How is that one? No need. You are fine where you're at. They oh, just boy. made it because they're like, sure, like we're making money. That's a problem with horror movies more than any genre. Makes mm. a little bit of money. Let's just keep going with this. It's like, stop. Just stop, everybody. You want to make a sequel? Cool. Make a third one. We're, we're, we're gone too far. So I agree. Rush Hour 3, great example. Rush Hour 2, classic. Rush Hour 3, don't go to Paris. So <laughs> let me – two questions on this if I if I can. If you there's may. movies that do three to four films, would you guys do a like sequel versus original? Is that – or is that out of the category for you? Now, g- give me a for instance here. So would you like a Rush Hour? Like there's one, there's two, there's three. Would you 
would would someone who takes the sequel aspect take both of them? Uh, no, no, no. It would, it would just be the, the individual movies. You could choose one, two, or three. We, we right. would kind of choose between that. In, in largely, I mean, we've done. We, I don't know if we've done a one versus three, but I think in an ideal situation, it would be one versus any one of the sequels. Got it. Okay. I just want to let you know. Again, I say this every time I talk about your podcast. Those are my favorite ones. I love those. It's it's literally must listen. And still to this day, your greatest podcast is Home Alone versus Home Alone Two. Wow, I love that. That's a, a lot, a lot of flowers coming from Ross. Oh, well, it's it's, I, I it's legit. It. It's legit. It's some like some stuff. I think people do well. I like creative ideas. I love that. Like it's so good. I wish I did it. Like that's that's how I usually compliment people. I like you know positivity. Twenty twenty two. Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I believe it is now Rossi's pick. Oh crap. Okay. Yeah, so inside uh, out. You kind of forced me to put Creed into drama where everybody else is just kind of throwing things around. Um, no, 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 you can put it anywhere you want. Let me check. Thank Creed. you. Thank you, Wes. That's why I like you. <laughs> I knew that about you. You, you wanted an action adventure? Put it in an action adventure. No, that's fine. I don't really You want in Blockbuster? Words. Throw it in Blockbuster. So I have two movies. I think I have two left. I think this is the end for me. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So, yes, it is. You got your last two so picks. I think I have the, the – I can blow it right now. It's Don't on action. It can go into action if you want it, Creed, and it can go into drama. I'm not seeing the box office at the moment, but I will. I was, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving Star Wars up there. It's fine. Um, okay. So I'm having a tough. There's one movie I loved from this year, and it was when. Do you guys remember when 4D was a thing in movie theaters? <laughs> Oh, when when they were like spray water on you or something. This I don't remember water, but I remember wind in the seats would shake. I remember that being a thing. I never experienced it, but I remember that. So 2015, it was pretty hot in the showcase cinemas of the world, and the only movie I went to, day of release, it all the nostalgia was hit, and I have to take this movie just because I love it. I think the name value might help me, but it could also blow the draft. It was Goosebumps. Oh. Goosebumps came out. Yeah, I didn't see that coming, did you? I had oh. that on my short list though, because in case Ant Man was not ta- was taken really before I could. <laughs> People I always say Ant Man or Goosebumps. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Flip a coin, baby. Round one, it would have been Goosebumps. Well, I'll stake it here in the fifth. But this movie, first of all, Jack Black is amazing. I don't care what role he's in. He's he's outstanding. He went from a guy that was loved to kind of was hitting that weird like Sandler to like Dane Cookish like oh Jack yep. and then he like I don't know what movie it was but he is like just lovable maybe just because he he's a fat guy who always has a shirt off I don't know but this movie he plays R.L. Stein like yeah. you know yeah, you want R.L. Stein. Like you want a good actor to play R.L. Stein? Well, he you couldn't pull a money ball and get Leo, but uh, I mean Brad Pitt. But you got yourself, uh, you got a R.L. Stein played by Jack Black, which is fun. You have I don't even remember this kid's name, but he's been in every freaking movie since. The kid who's going to be in Scream, he was it. Like I, I don't even know his name, and I'm not. Even I don't know. I, he was I'm in not a the horror guy. Twelve or eight reasons why, thirteen reasons why. Whoever that kid is, did you watch that? No, that uh, Dylan Minnette. Dylan Minnette, thank you. He was in Lost. He was in a bunch. Of, he's literally been in every movie since Goosebumps. But you get him. I haven't seen any of those properties you just mentioned. Well, I you're not a fan of his. And it's personal. <laughs> You've seen this guy before, Wes. You would know. Oh, his have face. I? Uh, yeah, you have. I don't. I don't know uh, where. Where when Jack? Because I was thinking it was Jumanji for Jack Black, but that came out in 2017. 
So I'm not sure what, what movie no, it was. That- it was before this. I feel like it was like maybe year one. That could have been a decade before. For all. I think there was just a weird time where it's kind of like, oh, Jack Black. Well, yeah, was- year one was a big flop. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was a pretty big flop. When I he was came flossing. back in the office to play that movie role <laughs> uh, that Andy ends up watching where he like falls in love with like his girlfriend's grandmother. Whatever <laughs> and the grandmother scene. is going up the uh, the electric chair. like chair like up the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> he's like, "No, come back to me." No. <laughs> Anyways, uh so yeah, goosebumps. I guess I'll have to slot that into my oh crap. Like, Maybe it was guess... Kung Fu Panda. That was his name. Oh yeah, um, Kung Fu Panda. Panda. He did, he did pe- make some money off that. Yeah, but to people like Pan that I don't know. Uh, Maybe it was Tropic Thunder. It was good in Tropic Thunder doing the clumps. Anyways, I'm trying to, I'm yeah. trying to find answers for you, Rossi, because it would be probably in that 08 range because it's not School of Rock. I mean, that was no, back the people, I think that was like good Jack Black. Anyways, yeah, let, yeah. let the people answer. Maybe Jack Black never was out of style. Who the hell do I know? He's like, oh, he was. He was. Yeah, I thought so. So anyways, I, I'd but say this goes response. in your, yeah. Sorry, I'm going to go put ahead. it in either com- comedy or wild card. So that or Paddington flip-flopped. Okay. Um, so I'm just stuck on action adventure. So I think right now I can either just explode this draft and screw the whole thing up mm. or I could try. Like, I, I just don't, cause like, could I also move? Do I move Creed up and then take a, a drama? Uh, do, I didn't check Creed's box office. I got to take a look at that. It's, it's, it's an action it adventure. Is. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh so, yes. Or, yes. You're right. Sorry. Or do I, oh, this other one, do I move is goosebumps an action adventure? They're fighting off. M- mysterious book creatures. It's adventure. Yeah, I think, I think you're having a, a good time on, there. On that has been for us what it says in IMDb. It is under adventure, comedy, and family. All right, so I'm going to move. I'm just doing this because this is me. So I'm going to take Goosebumps I saw, day of release, 4D. So I'm moving that to action-adventure. <laughs> That's a and, great, 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 that looks great on the list. You got Hunger Games, Kingsman, and then Goosebumps. Yeah, and we all know who everyone saw. Um, where's the nostalgia hit, even for the youngins? And I am going to take in my now comedy. I'm gonna leave this one out there. I want to take Trainwreck. I okay. love that movie, but I'm not going to because I don't think it's gonna help me. I don't know if this movie will help. I like but I don't train, think... Trainwreck as well. It's 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 really good, but I think the Amy movie. Schumer has hit what, what I was talking about with Jack Black. It's gonna oh, oh that's oh my get out of here. Schumer. Oh my god, that yeah, movie's yeah, excellent. I agree. That movie, that movie is really funny. Yeah. There's not a bad LeBron character. James, you make LeBron James a funny guy. Likeable. Yeah. They made LeBron James likable in 2015, which seemed like an impossibility. Yeah. Um, everybody's no hater. Now. Yeah. Hater's great. great. Uh, Brie Larson's good. Uh, why can't I think all of a sudden from Colin SNL? Quinn, the father's Colin great. Everybody. Uh, but I'm not going to take it. What made you guys want to see that movie? Because like, I, I, I find, okay, it was good. I'll say I, it. I, I saw it reluctantly. No, t- 2015, okay. Amy Schumer was like the queen of comedy. I, I was I was never a big fan of hers. I saw the movie re- reluctant. John Cena was in it as well. It was oh, funny. I, but I was like very pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah, it's huh. good. It's watchable to this day. I just think she, for whatever, stealing bits. I don't really care what she did. I do the same thing. She's making money. She's laughing. Anyways, so the comedy I will take is a movie that I personally adore. I watch every year. I think it's one of the funniest. It ties into holiday. So I will take the night before with oh, Joseph yeah. Gordon Lovett, Seth Rogen, Anthony Mackie, fantastic freaking film. I love that you selected this because this was going to be a toss up between uh, my last pick here uh, for, for the wild card. Um, this has quickly risen up the ranks of the, the Christmas movie marathon in, in our household. 
Love that movie. Uh, do a lot of great things there. And I'll Michael be honest, Shannon. I, Michael Shannon's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's fantastic. Like this is another one where, and I have to take a Joseph Gordon Lovett movie because I love mm-hmm. the man. The walk was originally going to be potentially a drama that I would have. Seen. <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> the movie kind of blows though. I'm going to be honest. Um, so I'm really happy with where I'm at. I'll let you guys finish out with your subpar drafts. I'll take the W and walk out of here. Wow. I forgot how big of fans you guys were of Joseph Gordon Levitt. For those who, for other well, Joseph Gordon Levitt stands, go listen to the PCP's episode devoted solely to that man. Can I say something? Two things about that. One, I am a big Joseph Gordon-Levitt fan. <laughs> Billy, like most things, he, somebody says something about it. It's a flavor of the week. Billy gets excited about it and starts <laughs> telling everybody he loves him forever. Or he's one of his top five actors. Billy has a lot of things, but um, he was great in that episode. Billy was awesome. He watched like a 15 Joseph Gordon-Levitt movies that week alone. So, Jeez, really binged on it. So you're putting in the effort over at PCP. Oh, there. he's like all dedication. It. Billy's all dedication. That's what I like to see. Nick, why don't you right. round us out here? So you you joked about how I talk about Black Mass a ton. Uh, or you said I was big upset that I didn't take that right um, over straight out of Compton at first. But as an, an experienced drafter, I took – I know, but just yeah, have a little patience, Rossi. So I know sometimes I go long. But straight out of Compton West, I knew that – I had to imagine that was on your big board since you used to be knee-deep in the rap game. You're kind of It was somewhere there. Right. So I had to make sure I got that before Black Mass, a movie I've talked about a ton on this show. Another movie I talked about in the early days of Change My Mind was uh, this drama, you know, a romantic movie that uh, may feature uh, a cowboy, you know, a bull rider and everything. Um, Wes, I'm hoping you're picking up what I'm putting down. I don't know if you're there yet, but I am going to go with The Longest Ride. For my wild card. Oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes, thank that you. That is a throwback. Wow. Yes. So now I know you guys did a little bit of pandering, more so Rossi than anybody else with that friggin' Star Wars pick that I'm pissed about because I actually like that movie. Um, but for me, I always pick cinemas that I want to go to. And right now, I absolutely I know we're gonna go back through them all, but t- I had to take longest ride, and I knew I was gonna get that last pick because. Not on Wes's radar. I don't even know if you've even seen that. So Wes, no way Rossi's ever seen that. I never even heard Not of it. Not on my big board at all. You can have that. That is with uh, Eastwood. Yes, Scott, Scott Eastwood. Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. No, so, his son. Hmm. You made this my decision very easy for me, Rossi, because I was going between uh, uh, the night before and this movie, which I think is a comedy cult classic. It was a divisive oh, uh, title when we were just discussing this. It's Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Another I instance where I think the I was sequel is better than the original. Uh, adding Adam Scott is just genius to any property, whether it's a TV show on ABC or NBC uh, or a movie like this. This movie sucks. <laughs> it's hysterical. Uh, what's his What's his name? Uh, the bald guy. Why can I? Why am I blanking? Oh, on? Uh, he's in Ballers too. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he he plays Lou. The big he plays the best asshole. Like Rob Corddry, best. Yes, yes. Rob Corddry. Thank you. Uh, a Daily Show alum. The best asshole. Uh, personal favorite of mine. Uh, you also get what's her name in there? Uh, the girl from Community. Uh, also funny, funny inside jokes with the wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a weird name. Oh yeah. Um. Oh wait, I have it. Uh, Gillian Jacobs. Yeah, Gillian, Gillian Jacobs. Jacobs with the G. Yeah, yeah Gillian. Like Gillian. Gillian yeah, it's spelled Gillian. I don't know if it's pronounced Gillian or Gillian, but yeah, no, it is. So, Wes, do you like the first one too? Yeah. Oh yeah, I love the first okay. one. Okay. Yeah, I, 
I, I'm requesting you have to do this podcast. I'm yeah, requesting it. it. We might, you honestly, need to do it because Hunter uh, Time Machine 2 is trash. You guys once tried to proclaim that it was a cult classic. It is it's a cult classic. Heat it's it. not a cult no, classic. I hate them both. I hate them both. It's a cult uh, classic according to me. It's, I'm in the fair. cult. Okay? How's that? <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it after meeting you. So. <laughs> We're having a good time. You know? If, if there's ever you are a time a cult, where – I can't do the an episode. That would be the time for Wes to do. He'd have to. I guess he'd have to ask you, Rossi, to do it with him because oh, I, first, I. You don't like the first Hot Tub Time Machine, though. I have to go back and rewatch it, but I don't remember liking it. No. Oh, it's, it's so good. So it good. is great. It's it's funny. It's just classic high drinks. You know, it's just guys doing dude stuff. Guys well, dude in stuff. some points, there are guys doing really crazy dude stuff. It's. it's yeah, I think it's the true. first one's maybe one of the best ensemble casts of like that time for comedy. Cause like it shouldn't have made sense. The, the mixture didn't make sense. And then John Cusack doesn't come back and they get Adam Scott. And I'm sorry, uh-uh, not for me. Oh no, it's great. It's so funny. He's like wearing the man skirt. Oh, it's funny. It's, it's great stuff. Um, so that is, let me, let me put this in here. Hot yeah. Make sure you put that in. Don't forget that. Two, one. Uh, I forgot the abbreviation in there for the, everyone in the call HTTM too. Uh, now, Rossi, you are the guest here. Why don't you run down for our uh, listeners your Build Cinema 2015? Okay. In order of uh, draft position, or do you want me to go in order of, like, category? Do it any way you like, Rossi. This is a show of Man, freedoms here. Put it anywhere you want. Do it any way you like. I really appreciate <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, like I took out. in or my – Excuse me. <laughs> the first pick of the uh, draft – in the first, I actually forget. I think I took Paddington in my first pick. Uh, my turnaround, I took Star, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Both films I have not seen. Uh, in my third pick, uh, I believe that is when I took Creed, another mm-hmm. film I had did not see. Uh, I think those three alone should probably win me this thing, like by a mile. Just if you would be so disappointed in our listeners. And then the last three movies I actually did see, these would probably be some... Well, Ant-Man threw me all off. I thought Ant-Man was going to be, like, easy. By the way, the fact that Age of Ultron wasn't taken is delightful. We had a um, lot of misses here, too. We'll go over that after. Uh, yeah, I don't hate... I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me just finish this. So, yeah. so real quick, Paddington, Star Wars, Force Awakens, Creed, It Follows, The Night Before... Uh, Goosebumps, and The Night Before. All right, so, Nick, what do you got? I I will say quickly on Age of Ultron that well you know we're gonna go over that and the ones that we missed I'm sorry but um for blockbuster I have Straight Outta Compton but that is not the only blockbuster featured on my roster action adventure I have Hunger Games Mockingjay Part Two comedy I have Ant Man which is definitely my favorite movie glad I got that in the first round uh, for horror animated I went with the animated and I went with Inside Out drama i went with black mass and then for wild card utility i went with another drama of course one that's very near and dear to my heart similar to black mass um but for different reasons the longest ride all right and rounding out the draft i went with jurassic world kingsman the secret service pitch perfect 2 minions sicario and uh the mr irrelevant of the draft here hot tub time machine 2 the tom brady pick some might say some might uh, say hot tub time machine 2 199 that rounds right it there. out here uh, a couple things I, i'll say well uh, we missed real quick uh the revenant mad max fury road seems like the biggest one uh train wreck although we did kind of talk about that for a moment or two um specter specter i don't know how we are you guys james bond fans bond i'm not voice. a james bond this guy wasn't... and i this wasn't it. This wasn't the one. I don't think this has the popularity of the others. I well, Rossi, I would like you to tell the truth. Tell the truth. Because I have that was another board. movie on the big board there, Concussion, Concussion? Will Smith. 
Yeah. Oh, I did see that. I forgot about that one. Yeah, Ooh, those wow. are on the only ones that you probably don't care, but my big board that I, I yeah, talked please. about Krampus. I talked about the invitation, yeah. just movies I liked. Daddy's Home. Mm. Um, kind of Nick. it came out very end of the year. I thought that movie was good. Uh Pixels. Now that would be oh, absolutely ridiculous, bad. but yep. I, I just thought you could have it had utility to it. Uh and then a movie that has like a lot again, another one of those like young teenage girl like buzz at the time it's kind of faded since but the movie called the duff was very popular oh, i've heard time. about that yeah was yeah, it? yeah it was high school it became drama. Like a big thing with high school and then like turned into it's almost like a girl that like we don't have to go through the whole thing but like isn't very attractive but you're kind of like well you know i'll like hang around with her to look cool so that mm-hmm. was like a major part and that was like something that like became a craze and on the news and stuff now it's all just about this like I don't know, some sort of disease or something that's going around. I don't really know much about it. But. Some the latest TikTok trend of punching teachers. Yeah, punching teachers, licking other people's butts. I don't know. <laughs> oh. uh, the Revenant was another one speaking of butt sniffing. We missed right. that there. <laughs> yes, we did miss that one. And I have to admit, I haven't seen the Mad Max stuff. And I feel like that is yeah. that is those were graphic novels originally, I think. So I gotta I gotta make sure that I see those. Um it's it's kind of a sin that I haven't. But for me, on my short list, the big short. Um, was one of the ones that obviously was a, was a good option as well. Um, I did have pixels on there as well. Southpaw was another drama yeah. that I had. I, you know, like Southpaw mm-hmm. was one. Like if everything went to shit and I couldn't find another drama, <laughs> I knew I would have had um, Longest Ride. But Southpaw is one that like I like, but I don't necessarily love um, as some like some of the other ones. Creed was another good option. Um, Peanuts movie was another like emergency case scenario, not one I've seen, but just in case I needed it because I felt like there were areas that were thin in this year. Um, and then age of Ultron, of course that was on my short list, but or, or my, my 18 rock like team roster, um, or draft pool, but I just, I couldn't go with it because as much as I wanted theater that I like, I do, you know, care a little bit about what the people think when it comes to the voting process and people don't like age of Ultron. Now, Wes and I went back and rewatched it and we like it. We both admitted we like it a lot more than we thought we did, but still it's not without its flaws. Still. I think we both had it. See Wes, or did you have it at an eighty? I had it at seventy-eight. I think it's eighty-two, eighty-four, something, something right around there. But again, yeah, we're not all MCU. We do a lot of MCU, Marvel's comic superhero stuff. But you know, we we like to think outside of the bone all the time. You know, we don't yeah. have to do. There's plenty of other movies in the sea. Well, this it's true, is- but I'm I usually want that stuff. That's that's that is my favorite shit, and I if I can get that, I want to take it. But in this case, like there were better options, and um, and also like I'm. I am pissed about the Star Wars one, Rossi, like that, especially because you didn't see it. It's like, come on, man. Oh, no, yeah. Well, you had it. By the way, you could have taken it, and you uh, probably should have taken it. Not you over Ant Man. The second pick. Not over Ant Man. Oh. I would not have taken it over Ant Man because I think Ant Man. I, I thought Ant Man. I do not like a lot of the comedies from this year, and I thought Ant Man was the best one still. Oh, Ant Man is one of the best movies of the year for just fun, just the fun mm-hmm. like opportunity. And like, if you're going to sit down and watch any of these movies, Ant Man's probably out of all the movies drafted, probably my number one. There you go. Yeah, or, or yeah it's up there. It's up there. Kingsman was a lot of fun it. too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I love it. I, I like. I like Ant Man. Don't get me wrong. And and we want to hear from you, the people. More importantly, so we'll have the poll coming out uh, Wednesday. Let's say mid morning Eastern Standard Time. You'll be able to uh, vote for Jason D. Rossi, uh, Nicholas J. Askfryer, or myself, Wesley J. Sykes. Uh, and the J stands for Regan. The J is silent. You know the deal. Uh, but we'll, we'll pick a winner from as, as that kind of goes here. Rossi, uh, where could the people get in touch with you, and, and what are you doing this week on on PCP? Uh, you can call my cell phone at six one seven two. So, um, 
We this week, well, they can get in touch with me at Jason D. Rossi at Pop Culture PD, even though we really don't do much on our Twitter accounts. That's a thing. Yeah, but I mean, that's just follow them there. Yeah, I appreciate any follows and that. We are uh, the girlfriend's podcast. So if you have a wife or a girlfriend, she'll probably like our show better than you will <laughs> and interact with it more. Um, but this week we're doing a complete scream preview. Um, oh. So scream five or scream, scream, I think, as it's going by on the internet because mm-hmm. they have the five in the middle of the M or scream. Uh, oh. It's coming out oh, this coming week and we are bringing back. So we did uh, the month of like November, we did all of the scream with one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Um, and we reviewed all of those with uh, some special guests. We're going to be bringing all the guests back for a five part or five person table. So we'll have Rich Keefe of the Dork Podcast, a friend of uh, the podcast page, and a guy and a friend of the podcast named Ben Zweiman to join us all. We're going to be what we want out of Scream 5, what we think is going to happen in Scream 5, and just kind of a conversation about the film. And, and will it be important? Will there be more after Scream 5? Nice. I love it. I so love that's it. What we'll be doing. A lot of synergy there with Scream Five, five guests on the round table. I, I very, very happy to hear you, Appreciate Rossi. That. Happy to have you aboard here. You know, I, sometimes we, we like to throw you know uh, a bone while you're down. Guy. No, yeah. sometimes I feel like you know you get you get you get shit on too often, and it's not deserved yeah, because I'm... he's Mister Positivity. Is there a wrestler named Mister Positivity? Uh no, no, there's not. But I, I <laughs> not I, in the history. No, uh no, there was like sarcastic positivity, but never like someone that's genuinely positive for positive things. That would be a heel. Yes, a yes, yes. Right. So yeah, wait, that's, that's positive. Daniel Bryan, yeah, that was there you go. There was the yes movement. So wait, Rossi, I, we we were supposed to do uh, a special office episode, just you and I. It was like a, like a watch along. That's right. Ha- have you watched Scott's Tots yet? I'm d- almost done with the series. I have seen Scott's Tots. Dude, you were. So- I didn't watch it because we were supposed to watch that it That was together. like eight months ago. So what? I, but guess what? Let I stuck to our my agreement. Phone. Let me check my phone. This Wendell and Nick bunch Fry. Of bullshit. Hmm, well, heard from me. Um, August. August. Well, was that, that, that's going to happen, just like Jessica Jones Season 3 on <laughs> Dork and apparently Sweeps Week uh, 2021 from PCP because we all had fun with that too. Yeah, well, actually, if I can, and I've actually brought this up to Fryer definitely before, but there actually will be an official, so me and Billy have discussed, I think we're going to attempt, like what you did here, amazing work, it's good to get people involved, it's good to Mm. do voting, it's fun for the listener, not at this point, because now it's just somebody talking about what they just listened to, but we are officially going to bring the DSG together. And you have to team up, not randos. We did sweeps where you kind of pinged people together. Mm-hmm. This time you're going to team your podcast partner for your main podcast, not your side podcast. So, Friar, you're going to have to make a choice, I guess. But Because, um, wow. Wes, we already know it's you and Goo. But, um, no, the point <laughs> is we're going to have a Change My Mind versus Pete, Pop Culture Pile Driver versus Dork versus Mac and Goo in a – I guess the best way to put it is a console war for the year of 2022. So what I'm by that is we're going to have 11 game console builds for each system that has been in the history of video games. Hmm. Okay. So kind of like you do build the cinema per year. Think of that, but just Nintendo Genesis or Sega Super mm. Nintendo, a Nintendo ah, 64 a PlayStation. Okay. So you have to dig into the banks. You're going to have to look up stuff. It's going to be 11 uh 11 uh rounds because that's we we do the you know the uh right the unofficial uh podcasters dozen so yes, that'll be happening several times we're hoping and maybe maybe we could do it you know once the weather gets a little better and, and the fright of things maybe dips a little again once like during right. this magical time of year we could all you know maybe do it at somebody's house here outside drinking a couple things 
potentially smoking a couple things, mostly the beef. If you're like me, um, hey, hey, oh, so that's the goal. We're gonna try to make this like a very interactive. Smoking poles of your fryer, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a style. Uh, we'll grease it up for him too. We'll do a grease pole contest. Um, Wait, what's him, going sorry. on now? <laughs> oh, and just just in case you were wondering, which nobody was, Shime and Doc will be involved as well as kind of a host and draft analysts. On oh, okay. I like this. Yeah, so there's sense. there's a lot of thought. There's a lot of wheels in the motion here. I like, I like this. this. All right, yeah, make I'm, sure I'm now, now you, like you said before, Rossi, you're I'm, talking about all these things you're gonna do. Make sure you email, fucking do it. Email will be out. I need to get through Aristotle. this stream one because I have to do a lot of work for that. A lot of work. But and then after that, we're gonna try to plot this first one for maybe end of this month potentially or if that's too soon for a lot of people to make a tuesday night available for themselves uh depending on schedules it will come maybe post super bowl you okay. tell us and we'll be there rossi that's like the, the west i will say the one thing i like about west no options this is it be there <laughs> take yep. it or leave it yeah. i've learned that from some of my friends it just yes, works out right. best that way it's very strong you do not want to you don't want people to give you opinions or options well no well, no. well, well like any good communist society you know <laughs> the rules As I come from know. above yeah <laughs> and with that we bid rossi adieu thank you very much rossi we thank appreciate it God Subscribe bless. to this podcast. Leave a five-star review. You don't get shit for it, but you should. Just know that you're a good person for doing it. Sometime you, you down the pride. line, maybe we'll get them some stuff. But we appreciate Rossi very much as we turn into the Discharge Depot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all aboard. Rant, rant. I'm, I'm, expe- I'm getting screwed up with the DSG and the uh, Discharge Depot here. Yes, so that, that's screwing me up. We did bounce around a little bit. I'll go quick then so you can kind of reassess your situation. For mm-hmm. me, I finished watching Good Omens. Um, this is a show on Amazon Prime, a uh, book written by Neil Gaiman and Tara Pratchett way back. Um, and Lauren actually had watched the show, rewatched it because she wants to watch season two. Absolutely love this show. I'm drawing a blank on um, – it's like Kate Beckinsale's like ex-husband, it, Michael Sheen, I think is who it is. And then sure. the guy who plays the purple man in um, – what's his name? In Jessica Jones. Um, great. The, the, the pair is outstanding. Watched Black Swan recently. I actually had never seen that before. Never saw that one, huh? Oh, dude. Did so you watch good. that one by yourself or with the lady? With yeah, the lady. So oh, good. You need to, yeah. Finally watched Parasite. Um, took me long enough. Mm-hmm. And wow. Like, I totally get why I won Best Picture. That was outstanding. Great um, stuff. Just for so many different reasons. Second episode of The Book of Boba Fett, significantly better than the first one. So if you haven't watched that yet, make sure you go watch it. We're not going to do that on this show, uh, a full review, because Wes is not a Star Wars guy. But no. I, I do. I, I love this stuff, and I love Boba Fett. Solid first episode. Definitely, like, some disappointing moments. But this the second one was much better. Love it. Yeah, I uh, on the heels of the DSG topics of the week here, I started watching MacGruber, uh, so I'm very excited to listen to what Dork is coming up this week. Nice. Yeah, I have not watched that yet. Actually, speaking of that real quickly. This week in the Shared Gooniverse. Uh, on top of everything else that's already been mentioned, actually, I don't know what Mac and Goo are talking about this week. I know. I think they might be doing um the Mac and Gooey Vault. Oh, wait, they just did the Gooey Awards. They're doing another Gooey Vault? Oh, for last year. I, I think oh, so. I think that's how it works. That would make a lot of sense. I mentioned earlier what TLDR is doing this week. We had our interview with Sean Lewis, writer of The Scorch and also King Spawn. So he's it's him and Todd McFarlane writing all that stuff for Spawn right now. Had him on. We're also going to be doing what's new still. Um, so we'll, everything that's coming out this week, we will go over. It'll be uh, released in audio form later in the week, but we will be streaming as usual on Tuesdays. I've heard it both ways. Season three 
it's either episode 16 or they're like coming up on their end of year review. I always get confused. I saw yeah, their numbers. It's a good show it. nonetheless, though. Yes, they've been doing really well. Unlike some people, we're not going to take shots at the Pineapple Boys because, you know, they're grinding out real hard. Um, or maybe because Doc would get mad at me if I talk shit. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> Speaking of Doc, uh, you can follow him over on Twitch at Backcracker, Shime at Shime Time, and then Davey's only video game playing is done on YouTube on Dorks. YouTube page um, TBD for us again next week. I think so. We, but who knows? Maybe we do another. Uh, we do original verse sequel here and make uh, Rossi yeah. happy. When Rossi comes on, he brings that up, and we usually do one shortly after that. So we I wouldn't should. be surprised. Yeah. We have options. Yes, for sure. But nevertheless, same bad time, same bad place as always. <laughs>